Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Plan Y podcast. My name is Taryn. And my name is Hannah. And how are you doing today, Hannah? Very well. How are you today? I'm very excited because what have we got going on today? We are going to start talking about studying <laughs> abroad. And did you study abroad, Taryn? I did not. I always wanted to, but I never got a chance to. Well, I did. And I went to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Sweden roughly six years ago. And that's where I'm at today's guest, Honey. Honey is from Sweden and she was the lovely nurse during Nolning, which is the introduction week in Sweden that I joined. And her AK was Dr. Tequila. So welcome, Honey. Hi. Hello. Um, Hello. First question straight off. We're not even going to go into any of that. Why is your name Dr. Tequila? Tell us the story. Well, we had the theme of, um, we, we started to talk about uh, our names being drinks or okay. just liquor or something like that. And well, I became Dr. Tequila. <laughs> 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 it was really a poorly show, choice of uh, name because after the whole, the whole introduction thing, uh, all the exchange students says, hey, Dr. Tequila, come and drink some tequila with us. That, um, <laughs> I could not refuse that. So, yeah, <laughs> poorly chose the name. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I didn't want to refuse that. <laughs> 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 that would be rude. <laughs> Fair enough. So we'll talk about different points. And I believe we've got some final facts about Sweden at the end as well. Yes. So, Hannah, how did you end up traveling over to Sweden to study? Well, basically, it was part of my study program. So I was always knew from the beginning that I could go a semester abroad. And I think it was the fourth semester or so. So we could make three decisions on where we want to go like a first a second and a third wish so my first wish was south africa because i have family there and then i put in sweden and plymouth in england and i ended up going to Homestead, which is between Malmö and Göteborg. And yeah, I actually didn't look into it that much before I went there, as I figure I do that quite often. So I just basically went there <laughs> and happened to arrive just before um, the introduction week started. And that's where I met Hanni. And she would tell us a little bit more about the tradition and all about Nolning and the introduction week because we could not see the faces of the people that were responsible for us. We were basically going there. We got a white <laughs> shirt um, on the back. It said, if I'm lost, call and then the number and just our name on top of the white shirt. And I think the introduction week was about 10 days or so. And we were not allowed to wash the T-shirt as well for 10 days, if I remember correctly. So everyone of the team was wow. wearing wigs and sunglasses and they had like really funny outfits. And it was not just an introduction week for the studi students from abroad, but also for all the new beginners. And yeah, Hannah, why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? <laughs> it sounds so strange hearing it explained in, in this kind of way. <laughs> But the introduction is, <clears throat> I think it's quite something that 
all the university has some kind of introduction. But I think it's yeah. quite not the same thing as it is in Sweden. Uh, because okay. in Sweden, we have it everywhere. Uh, and it's called the introduction or it's called the nollning. Uh, it could also... Why the, what does the nollning Okay, mean? so it's Swedish explanation for like the beginners. Um, okay, but, that makes sense. But nollning uh, is because noll means zero. And, and it's about you oh. have zero points at the university. So therefore, <laughs> you are a zero. You are nothing, you are, you are a zero. <laughs> you are you are you don't have any points. So therefore, you are a zero. But in Swedish, okay. it's null, nulla. Nulla. Okay, I like that. Uh, I mean, so well, that is why it's called the nullning. And the nullning in Halmstad, it's actually uh, different from other universities because we had a nullning for ten days before the semester starts nice. so two so weeks do... before the semester starts you get here and get get your accommodation or apartment and you just spend 10 days doing these ridiculous things <laughs> and silliness and just getting to know each other and getting to know the university campus and the city amazing so what sort of crazy things are we talking here <laughs> i mean i've already heard uh, I, I think that you should explain that hama well basically there are like some rules you know everyone has a different color the new students from abroad like i was one of them and we had the color white and we had like different people that we could talk to that were like kind of the heads of the group so we had a mommy and a daddy i just remember the name of the daddy because it was daddy mojito i guess and yeah, yeah. and then great. we had the nurses that took care of us a game master um we had a straff master which is the i'm not sure if i pronounce it correctly but it's uh, the punish master so if yeah. we stick to the rules we got punished like um, humiliated. Oh God, what is the word again? This sounds. Aw- this is. This is like a. This sounds like we're going into a Pornhub <laughs> sort of like dark spin. Well, oh my God, not yeah. really. <laughs> but like you got illuminate. What is the word turn? Illuminated. Um, illuminated. Thank you. Illuminated in front of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you. In front of everyone. Yeah, and. She- like the staff master was always was always punishing us if we didn't stick to the rules like one of the rules was was for example no sex drives so if you no sexual activity yeah, at no all sexual. not even hugging or kissing yeah or exactly like and not everyone stick to these kind of rules and then you got punished and needed to go down on your knees pay like a dog or whatever and yeah, we had the surgeon general and straff master, so punish master. They were like kind of the head and then mommy, daddy and all those kind of things. And we had different tasks that we need to make and every morning kind of a workout. And yeah, it was pretty fun. And we had as well, a dog, or not we, our straff master had a dog. It's called Stina and it was like, a stuffed dog and yeah we needed to sing for her uh, bake a cake build her a cage and really weird things that they came up with and i no no completely normal (laughs) i remember as well one night because i had a room for myself and my friend stayed somewhere else and so she always 
um, stayed in the night and she was brushing her teeth and then someone knocked on my door and I was opening the door and it was Nico and he was like, oh, I'm just here to pick up Stina. And I was like, what? Yeah, well, Stina is here. And I was like, no way. And then she, he was like, well, turn around. And then this stuffed dog was sitting on my desk. And I, to this day, I still don't know how this dog came in my room. And then how did this guy <laughs> knew that he could pick it up in my, up, uh, my place? That was so random. And yeah, it's just basically so much fun and amazing how this all works <laughs> <Really>? out. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds so much tougher than it really is because you said we had a workout every morning. I mean, we, we did some dancing and yeah. just jumping around. <laughs> it wasn't in a workout. Morning. And the morning is like 10 in the morning. Yeah. That, that's, that's, morning. yeah that's morning. I would say that. <laughs> it's not like 6 <laughs> in the morning and doing a workout. It's, it's not the military. Oh. <laughs> It's actually quite a massive event and it takes like a lot of effort to pull this together. Um, yeah, why don't you go a little yeah. bit into it? Um, so basically we have all these different uh, bachelor programs at the university and we all have different colors on the, on the well, you, you had white yeah. and we have green and blue and different kind of colors. And I think we were 16 groups and in wow. our group we were about 80 90 people i think from where everywhere wow, around just, lots of just uh, the students and we were about 10 people taking care of you yeah so so in total <laughs> taking, it sounds like you took care of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we we are about 5 to 600 students taking care of the nonling so there are about a thousand new students uh, that participate in the nonling so uh we talked about earlier me and hannah uh just to refresh in our memory about this <laughs> event um we have some some activities together with the other group and for the second day we gather everyone together everybody like a thousand three hundred to a thousand 500 people in an amphitheater yeah. so everybody is sitting there uh, singing their like group songs and uh, we have flags for every group and the colors uh, you had white and you had a flag uh, that was uh, like an alien on it yes um oh. because you're the foreign foreign jurors you are the aliens <laughs> coming to sweden um so it's just it's a it's yes uh, a bunch of silliness really yeah we did games and activities like we did the human bowling like you had this really big uh, mattress and uh, you had soap on it and you would just go on your stomach and just taking away some cones <laughs> Do you remember wow. that? <laughs> Not really, but what I do remember is that we had one day at the beach as well, and there was a challenge that I participated in where I needed to run into the ocean, run back, turn around in over like, yeah. I don't even know what it was, and then finish a drink. And I needed to do that because I was German, and it says that German can <laughs> drink a lot, which is actually true, and I'm a fast drinker too, so it was quite fun. Maybe just because you were faster drinking beer yeah probably 
we just like something that we obviously did as well. So we were drinking uh, beer and cider during these days. Yeah, yeah. it was really yeah really light. Yeah, alcohol light stuff. or non-alcohol drinks. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, it was like really fun. Like especially when someone got punished, it was so funny. And uh, yeah, as well when people needed to take care of the dog and stuff like that. And alcohol is actually quite expensive in Sweden. So we had a dealer that we would call, and he would a dealer, <laughs> alcohol dealer, and alcohol Not drugs. <laughs> I could just, I could just ring, ring. All right, mate. Have you got the uh, you got some beers on you? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, how, I need to explain how... this. I think because it's so different from the rest of Europe or the world. I think in Sweden uh, we have a monopoly from the states on alcohol, uh, and that is that no. is different. I think that is the biggest difference from Sweden to so how other. Does, of the how world. does that work then? Well, it's called Systembolaget. Systembolaget is the only store that is selling alcohol that right. is stronger than i think 3.5 percent is or something like that wow um so like anything really. yeah everything except like the light beer you can get at this at the store and they only yeah. open 10 until 6 during the day uh and the weekends it's only open on saturdays i think from 10 to 3 or 4 what? So that's when you can so buy alcohol. So you have alcohol. to be really organized if you want to go out even for a drink almost. No, you can buy a, a drink at a bar or a restaurant. They have a permit to sell alcohol. But if you want to get oh, okay. some alcohol to your home, you, get... you have to go to Sjembolaget. So it's basically like a bottle shop. Or like we did, you call yeah, the dealer yeah. who comes with a car and has <laughs> his car full of alcohol. And some person always had the number of the dealer. And Hannah just told me that she they were in the WhatsApp group as well. And we always had kitchen parties because I lived um, in a place <laughs> called Cruz Barrett. And it was like an old care home. And now students were living there and they were like different kind of kitchens. So, for example, to one kitchen, there were like five or eight rooms or whatsoever. And then we always had kitchen parties. And then later, so we didn't know how the people from Nolling actually looked like. So until after these 10 days, I didn't know how Honey and the others looked like. So after that, they always joined our parties and we were playing beer pong and stuff like that as well. But what a fun yeah. fact is as well. Like during these nolning, all of the groups have a little spy. And maybe you can tell us a little bit more about their function. Oh, uh, yeah. So every group has two people that are spies. They are pretending to be uh, new students uh, or exchange students. Uh, we had two guys in our group that pretended to also be studying abroad. Uh, right. uh, but they, but they were actually when they had uh, from Sweden and part of our group. Okay. Was it not obvious when they spoke in a, like a strong Swedish accent? But they didn't. They, they didn't were... for three days, I think. This is some undercover <laughs> yeah. shit. This is... Yeah. Uh, because I think that Jonathan has, uh, his dad is from India, I think. Uh, so he's okay. Swedish, but he doesn't look particularly Swedish. Uh, so he could fool okay. anyone. <laughs> yeah, so Jonathan was basically our daddy. Jasmir was, uh, I think his parents are originally from 
Bosnia or something. He okay. talked in, in Bosnian language as well with someone else. So they could really pretend <laughs> to be students from abroad. So they were our perfect spies. And what they did was that they pretended to be uh, zeros or aliens, if you like, uh, <laughs> as well. And uh, they would report back to us, uh, like, what are you up to? And who is breaking the rules? <laughs> <laughs> and wow. and uh, after three days, and they are exposing themselves, like, we are actually a part of the Nolan crew uh, and not the students. Um, wow. But it's the function of it all is actually to see if someone is kind of being uh, left out, uh, not joining the others, uh, and kind of okay. be a buddy and pick them up and say, hi, how, how is it going? What do you think of these silly things? Um, yeah, okay. So it's actually being uh, an extra friend. Uh, seeing that everybody in the group is getting along and are feeling welcomed. That's a, that's a nice spin. Yeah, like, that's it's a actually, nice spin. this sounds awful, like they're spies, they're reporting. But, <laughs> but the function is that they are also being this extra friend. That, it makes a lot of sense. This is probably also why Hannah's always lies when she needs to <laughs> She's learned this from you. Yeah, I got it from them. That is correct. I always wanted to be the spy, but I never got the chance. So I guess I just need to go back to Sweden and start studying again. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's an awning every year. So you just come back and be here in August. Yes, it's 100%. Done again. <laughs> Maybe I can be the spy this time for yeah. the exchange students. <laughs> But of there's a reason as well why all of you guys are wearing masks as well, right? Yes. So uh, as the crew, we are having like an overall. Um, so I had a, we had white overalls, but some uh, different colors uh, on arms and legs. Uh, that is just parts that we have traded between each other, everybody in the Nolink. Um, but we also wore uh, wigs, sunglasses, uh, maybe some strange color on the lipstick or whatever. So I had this white-haired wig uh, when I got it from the store. It's called the Khaleesi wig <laughs> <laughs> from Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, so nobody could see my actual color of my hair or they couldn't see the color of my eyes. So we were supposed to be kind of anonymous. Um, but the thing about that is that all the rest of the group is really getting together as a team. They are getting yeah. to know each other. And it's like they love and hate us as the crew because we, <laughs> we punish them in these ways, like jump, <laughs> jump as frogs uh, or whatever. Uh, but it's really strengthening the team. <laughs> no, and then no, after these 10 days, like humiliation. after these 10 days, sorry, sorry, sorry. we have a really big party uh, at a, a hotel that has a really large nightclub um, with all the students and the ones engaged in the Nolning uh, as a crew. So about 1,500 people just parting the last evening before this message starts. So there they get to see our faces and everything like that. Yeah, it's wow. pretty cool. So Yeah, and I, I remember someone was like, 
oh, she's going to be blonde and she's going to have blue eyes because that's typical <laughs> Sweden, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so when I took off my wig, I had this white hair for 10 days. That's how they knew me. And when I took off the wig and I'm like a brunette, they're like, what? <laughs> she is? <laughs> But I did have blue eyes. <laughs> that was the same about the um, Strathmaster. We all saw that she would be blonde. And then she has like dark hair. And we were like, what? And it was so funny because she couldn't, she wasn't like, or she didn't want it to laugh. And then she was like screaming at us, get down on your knees and not pee like a dog or whatever. It would be so hard for me to do it and not laugh. Mm -hmm. And then as well, I remember, because I just watched it actually, that um, on my old videos, that we needed to write a poem or someone needed to write a poem to her. And it was such a funny poem and everyone was laughing and you could just see that she tried not to laugh. And it was just like such an amazing- She had such a hard time not to laugh <laughs> so many times <laughs> because sometimes we just had to go away around the corner or something to just laugh <laughs> at you and at ourselves in these ridiculous situations. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds insane. What happens after the knolling? Well, after the knolling, we we show ourselves our true selves, uh, and yeah. we are just coming together and say, "Okay, we're done with the knolling. Now we just can get to know each other and have fun." Uh, and we also Good. do a lot of activities uh, with all the new students. So we had you know you mentioned the kitchen parties yeah. because uh, you were staying at a student accommodation where you rent a room, but you have a kitchen that you share with other rooms. Yeah. So you had a common area. Um, so we would get together there and party and just have fun. You were a part of the student union as well. And during that time, or when you like in this organization that is from student, by students, for students, you are planning a few trips around Sweden as well. Like for example, a trip to Lapland, right? Yeah. So Lapland is a part of Amazing. the north Sweden. It's like up way up north. Uh, it's actually in the same, I don't know how you call that, the geographic area of the North Pole. The North Pole. It's not no. the North Pole, no. of course. No, it's, it's not. North, I, went, I went there as a kid and we went to the North Pole and met Santa. And he lives at the North Pole, so obviously no, it, must it wasn't be the North there. Pole. But, <laughs> but I think that it's, uh, I don't know how you call it, the longitude or latitude uh, of the, well, North North of North. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so North. Yeah, real North, as they say in Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but there, there they have the Ice Hotel. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's quite famous. Uh, it's a hotel total made out of ice. Like completely, yeah, completely out part. of ice. Google it, and you and will they make it every year, don't they? Yeah, because in the it's summer so there's no snow, so they have to rebuild it every year. I honestly think that's one of the. It's on my bucket list of things to do to stay there. It looks incredible, and it's huge. Yeah, it's really big. It's oh mad. Yeah, no, it's definitely yeah, we need definitely. to go. Yeah, and there you can all also see the northern lights in the sky. Yeah, and, that would be amazing. And what did you do when you were there, Hannah? I did the trip. Yeah, you, so basically, yeah. it was a twenty-four hour bus ride, <laughs> longest bus ride of my life, I think. Not even in Asia, it wasn't that. It wasn't not even that long in Asia, and we went to see the ice hotel, but it wasn't 
built they just started building it but it was quite interesting to see we obviously saw the northern lights as well i think we did a short trip because it's like on the border to norway so we were seeing a village in norway as well which was like quite cool and amazing there was like a massive lake and we went as well to see the samis and reindeers and maybe you can tell us a little bit more about them well the sami people are like a minority kind of people in sweden but they are like okay. the original swedes you could say they were here first uh, before we got questioned and everything like that through history um even before the vikings sort of <laughs> wow so they enough. uh they have the really old cultures uh and they are mostly working with reindeers and taking care of the reindeers and reindeers are from like mid sweden and up north but mostly uh, along the mountains uh actually i went up a bit further this uh, summer this last summer and when when you go by car a lot of the suddenly you have to stop because there's reindeers on the road <laughs> <laughs> you can you are you're not supposed to scare them or drive around them or anything so you just have to wait for them to move <laughs> Like in India, where the yeah. cows would sit in the road and they're yeah. waiting for hours. Yeah, we get reindeer. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I suppose you don't want to upset them because then you don't get any gifts yeah. from Santa. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I remember as well that we went husky sliding too, and we did a snowmobile ride. And yeah, I was the driver, and I did not do well. I can say that because <laughs> I didn't manage to follow the way but it was still an amazing experience and this is all organized by that university as well and also the whole morning is not just organized by all of the students but it's supported by the city itself too Harmstad right yeah uh, right. so the student union is organization that does the Nolning the Lapland trip and all this other fun stuff doing during the whole year but we are uh, working with the university and also the town itself um, because the town actually loves that people come here uh, maybe stay here and live here oh so you th they think that people who come and visit will move yeah there. and some do okay. yeah so how big is the town then? it's actually not that big you know in sweden our biggest town is uh, the capital and it's one million people living in the capital it's wow, only 10 nothing. it's only 10 million uh, people in all sweden uh, so in my town here in Hamstad, we're only a hundred thousand and it's an amazing place to go because it's like like i said between malmo and gothenburg and it's right next to the ocean so you have amazing beaches you have a forest you can go to big cities quite fast and there's as well a nice city called Lund and from Malmo you can also go to Copenhagen which is also a trip that got organized by the student union I think and so you are actually able to see a lot and from there we drove as well for a trip that we organized by ourselves to Norway and went to the Trolltunga which was like amazing and 
yeah, it's like a good way of getting to know know people. And as well, when you're Swedish, um, people come there from all over the world and you just got to know people from all over the world and get in contact with them through these amazing introduction week. And I think that's a pretty cool way to get to know a different culture. And then as well, studying with people from other countries and it was the right decision definitely to go there. It sounds like an incredible experience, I've got to say. When I did look, I looked at going to the United States to study abroad, except for I didn't like the universities that my university partnered with. Um, however, I think I was partly wanting to go. For, I wanted to get the true American experience, which is all parties. And I looked up, I used to look up the the biggest of fat parties, because I think it was, did you ever watch a movie that came out around the time of, with Steph Rogen, Bad yeah. Neighbours. Oh, yeah. And so I watched that. I was like, that looks like fun. <laughs> um, and they had all the amazing parties. And obviously I thought, because I've always preferred house parties personally to going out to clubs. I think there's much more of a social experience, which I imagine you guys will, having had like, yes. all the kitchen parties, it's a much more um, free and social time than going in a bar and paying a fortune, especially in somewhere like Sweden. Um, and doing the same thing. So I always wanted to do that a bit, but I never thought personally about going somewhere like Sweden. I wish I'd looked in more. Well, I think I that know. I think that the student experience that you're talking about getting from like the States, I think that you have it also in the small town of Sweden, uh, in, in Halmstad. It's, it's like the student experience when you get here because it's what you make it to. Yeah. I mean, we had even people from America yeah, sure. studying with us there. And yeah, it's also like a lot of people thinking that Sweden is super expensive. And yes, when it comes to alcohol or meat, but I feel like all of the rest is similar to what we have here. And yeah, therefore yeah. you have your dealer that you can call. Or what I did because I drove there by car, I had some alcohol with me when I drove there. And as well, <laughs> when uh, my family and friends were visiting me and they flew in, I asked them to buy me something at the duty free shop. Yeah. So how much how much is alcohol? Give me like if I went into a bar and I bought, let's say, since we've got Dr. <laughs> tequila here. Um, Dr. Tequila, how much is one tequila shot? Uh, OK, uh, four centiliters or six centiliters. Uh, it's actually about the centiliters that you pay for. Um um, well, su surprise me. So I've got, you know, it's a big night out. It's a Tuesday, so double. Okay, uh, so if we go out and I'm going to buy the three of us tequilas, uh, I think one tequila shot, of course, would take the six centiliters shot. And I think you pay around 120 per shot. Swedish crown. How much is that? So, <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Swedish crown, <laughs> of course. Uh, 120. Uh, I think Is the... that 12 euro. Yeah, 12 euro. 12 yeah. euro, and you get the rest of the bottle <laughs> no. for free. Or no. wow! So it's really expensive when you go to a restaurant or a bar or a club. But if you buy at Systembolaget, where you buy home your liquor, uh, it's not yeah. that expensive as it is in the clubs. How much? Oh, oh much, much for a bottle of tequila? Uh, I might check that up, actually. <laughs> I, I just remember that okay. I think a bottle of vodka <laughs> was like 40 euros. Uh, with a dealer, it was 20. And in Germany, the cheapest one you can get for 5 euros. <laughs> That's as well why wow. Swedish people drive to Germany for a day trip, right? 
Yeah, so actually, as a student, we were always looking for uh, cheaper alcohol. <laughs> so, so from from the south yes. part of Sweden, you can just get by car through Denmark uh, over to Puttgarden in Germany and just buy your liquor and wine and beers and then drive back in a day. Wow. That <laughs> and that is so like much cheaper. Lot, I mean, so I think effort. I can spend like a thousand crowns, like a hundred euros in, in Puttgarden. And I have a lot of alcohol for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, Germany is setting the priorities right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was fun for us to watch the WhatsApp group uh, with all you exchange students when you say the dealer is going to be here at six. <laughs> And we're like, okay, yeah, uh, I, I can see why you want to buy from the dealer uh, <laughs> because it's more expensive. So how does the dealer get alcohol so cheap? Is he going or she going yeah. abroad? Germany. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they go to Germany That's... or they smuggle in uh, liquor or uh, drugs or all the legal stuff as well. But they buy alcohol in Germany or in Denmark, and then they just sell it through connections. I actually oh. remember that me and my friend got a few shots for free as well in a bar, and I remember that people were doing body shots as well. It just came to me while we yeah. were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about just that. Like, yeah, uh, body shots. Yeah, I just remember. Uh, yeah, it was whatever. the parties were quite well, <laughs> but it was fun. It was really much fun. Yeah, even we spent. Yeah, it's, it's a great yeah, way to meet body people. Yeah. Hey, do you want a body shot? <laughs> Let's get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you already know each other if you get a yeah. body shot. You would hope so, yeah. but then again, one yeah. shot is drunk. No, no, I I don't think that I ever did a body shot. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. I don't remember. Well, doing maybe a body someone shot. did a body shot from you. From me? Yeah, I'm very proud of it. His name was Dave. We just met. And, I, you know, he was 60. I was drunk. It makes sense. 20 quid is 20 quid at the end of the day. Oh, gosh. The other thing I wanted to get into briefly about Sweden is obviously because you're so high up, your your country must be so seasonal and it must be... It must make a real difference because obviously you must have long days in the summer, but really short days yes, in the winter. Yes, we do. Uh, mentioning Lapland before, we could actually talk about uh, the northern cities up there. In the winter time, they don't even have, in the darkest days, they don't have any daylight at all. Uh, they wow. they just see the sun go up for a few minutes and the horizons and then go down again. That is why it's called like midwinter. It just sounds insane. Uh, but in in Think- in the summer they have the sun all day instead, so the sun doesn't so go down it- in the summer. No way. So that is pretty special. That sounds amazing. And how warm does it get up there? Like in, middle in the middle summer- of the summer, it can get really warm. That that's what makes it so uh, interesting, actually, because in the summer they can have like twenty seven or thirty degrees, uh, but in the winter it could be minus. 27 or 30 degrees so it's really these big um changes see i would need alcohol for that, uh, that, that no. <laughs> <laughs> but here i'm living in southwest of sweden so uh, in the summer you have 
uh, the sun from like four, five, uh, four in the morning until 11 at night. And it doesn't get that dark at all. And that okay. is where you, when you celebrate Midsummer too, right? Yes. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about that. <laughs> well, it's, Sweden is an old country and some traditions are from really way back when we were Vikings. <laughs> Midsummer okay. is actually a holiday that is from that time. And Midsummer is just celebrating that the sun is at its longest term. So you have the most sunlight at Midsummer. That may, it makes sense. Yeah. Good name. And if you are spending Midsummer in Sweden, you get to enjoy the sun for all day and almost all night. And that is when the sun doesn't go down at all in northern part of Sweden. So what do you do to celebrate such a day? Drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. We, we have uh, a lot of games and food and we are just uh, making these flowers uh, for the hair. So we're finding our own like flower crumbs. Uh, you pick the flowers yourself or you buy it if you want to be a bit fancy <laughs> uh, but I, as a kid I always used to pick, pick the flowers with my mom and we would bind them uh, together uh, and you have like them in the hair all day and you are playing games together with family and friends uh, and you you take a, you don't take a shot but you take a nubbe a nubbe is like take a what? You sing a song and then you take the shots. That is taking a nubbe. Oh, nice! I like to try that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we take that with the dinner, of course. It's not just drinking; it's drinking and singing and eating. <laughs> I love how that's like completely. Hurt. So all we do is drink. We're just kidding. <laughs> but we actually drink. <laughs> It's not just a party without the food. It's all about the food. <laughs> so what sort of food would oh, you have? Pickled herring is like mandatory. So pickled okay. herring and different seasoning. Uh, so I think we have four or five different uh, jars of pickled herring. We have fresh potatoes <laughs> and we also have like meatballs. Oh. Okay. Uh, and different kind of bread and pies, like food pies. As, as opposed to Yeah, not, pies. not just a berry pie, but different kind of pies. Yeah, like meat, meat pie, pie uh, with ham or with cheese or with some vegetables. It's quite a fusion. Yeah, it's quite a fusion for the uh, the stomach with the pickled herring. <laughs> and that's why we take the nubbe. It's supposed to be uh, like settling the stomach down a bit. It's what my grandma tells me, but I don't think it works. <laughs> that, that's, that's what she says. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> grandma, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. So that is midsummer. But it's a lot about enjoying the time together with family and friends. I mean, the little kids are with you when we have the games. and It's like really silly games during the day. Uh, jumping around in uh, like racing with a um, really big garbage bag that you jump we in. We did that too! <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you, you run the corner and then the first one back wins. Okay, so like almost like a 
sort of thing. Kind of. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's and then you raise this uh, pole, uh, midsummer stone, midsummer stone. It's like a pole with the flowers. Yeah. And you dance around it. It's like a celebration with dancing and celebrating the lights, the sun. So that that is like the Asian part of it. Okay, so that's not a Viking. Yeah, it is a Viking frame originally, but we still do. (laughs) And and it's when you think about it, it's like this is so strange. Why do we keep doing it? Well, it's fun, (laughs) so we continue. That's another reason. (laughs) That'll do. (laughs) And. it is this year because you I told suppose. me that before the 25th of june so we can go there yeah. and as well do a short trip now you should go to sweden taryn <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd actually i've always wanted to go to sweden i've never actually been to sweden which seems strange because it's so close i've been to all these places around the world and i've never been i've never been to most of europe to be well, fair it's, it's, it's a funny uh, thing about europe i think is that all the countries are so different yeah. from each other even though it's uh, in europe yeah so true although you have a few pockets where they might have similar um building structures or designs or similar rules that every country is completely yeah, exactly. unique and i think that uh in sweden it's it's well preserved these old buildings and the old forest and just you can still find settlements from the viking time almost anywhere i was telling hannah in one of our other podcasts that i've always wanted to have a viking <laughs> oh, <burial>. okay yeah <laughs> that, that is special <laughs> are you watching the vikings uh, series no i haven't do they uh, have yeah there? and and watch the series because one of the actors there is Swedish uh, and they do talk in like old Norwegian or old Swedish sometimes in between the series is in English but it's a few moments you have this old Norwegian Swedish and it's funny because I can understand them it's not so different from today's language the Vikings they celebrated uh, also about the light because it was so dark and around Christmas as we say we celebrate midsummer they did celebrate midwinter as well when the light is turning back it's coming back to us and they called that Jul and we still wow. say celebrating Jul in Swedish for saying Christmas Christmas uh, we call it Jul Oh, and that is from the Vikings celebrating wow. the light coming back. I remember hearing how you call Christmas or how you name Christmas, but I didn't know the story behind yeah, it. It's, it's actually quite interesting. <laughs> wow. I find it so inspiring that we are like in Europe and then we have so many different cultures, like you just said, and wherever you go, there are different traditions and it's so rich of the whole culture and all of the things that happened in Europe and how everything changed. And like even in different parts of Germany, we have different traditions and I bet this in England and Sweden the same. And it's just like so amazing to go there and to see all of those things. And we already talked earlier and I was like, oh my gosh i haven't been there like in six years so i need to go back time to go back (laughs) yes but actually the christmas tree i have read uh is a german thing oh really i didn't originally (laughs) it was germans who took in a a christmas tree and decorated it but we have adopted that 
I think wow. that was like in 1600 or 1500 or something like that. It Germans started to take in the tree and decorate it. And then it was like, oh, that's a nice, nice thing. We <laughs> want to do the same. <laughs> I didn't know that we invented it. That's quite yeah, interesting. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now you do it too, Tyron, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We still actually have ours up. The date today is... Well, it's March, mid-March, and all of our Christmas decorations are still up at the moment. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> so, um, so they wouldn't normally wouldn't be, but we're um, the garages are being um, decorated at the moment, and so we don't have any space anywhere. And so, <laughs> but then there have been other years. I know that one year we kept our Christmas tree up all year, and we live in a barn. <laughs> it became a barn tree, and we just ignored it. It just pretended it was everything's fine. <laughs> But you don't have a real Christmas tree, then. It's not. It's not a real tree. No, it's, it's like plastic. A, it's a yeah. It's a fake. Yeah. One. Okay. Because it would not survive that long indoors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the end, it was just dead. It was droopy. The bubbles <laughs> yeah. on the floor. It must be though that you, as if you were in Asia, right? Because there they kind of leave the Christmas decoration on for quite a while too. I think. Well, not that long, but I think when I was in Sri Lanka and in Taiwan in January and February, they had their Christmas decorations still on as well. I think oh, it's perfectly nice. Okay, uh, we don't. I put in the tree just the days before Christmas uh, because it's a real tree and it, it's not that beautiful after a few weeks. Yeah, I have there's, a, there's real a on bird it. living in it. <laughs> He's pissed off. <laughs> Hey, this is Taryn from the Plan Y podcast. This is a two-part episode, and so we will be back next week with part two. See you then.